It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and you're in for a real treat because this is going to be a great interview. I already know from the pre-talk before, but there there might be a little bit of uh, competitive snarkiness and more. So let's bring on right now the, this incredible band who also has a sense of humor, Chains Over Razors. How are you? What's going on? Hi, Dean. I want to start right off the bat with just saying, you know, we were talking about something with Chicago and I'm originally from New York and I just want to publicly say to the whole world that everywhere you go, they have New York style pizza. Not everywhere you go do they have Chicago style pizza. So all you Chicago people and some of you friends of mine, you'll probably unfriend me now for this, block me, whatever, but Sorry, it's not even a competition. If Chicago-style pizza was the best pizza, everywhere you'd go, there'd be a Chicago-style pizzeria. Just saying. And that's why Connecticut's in the lead, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, I, I'm born in New York, grew up in Jersey, and there's a place about 10 minutes from the Lincoln Tunnel in New Jersey that probably has the best pizza in the world. So you don't, ha it's not necessarily New York. It's just that whole surrounding area. Yeah, you're, you do have good pizza. I, I can't take that away from you. <laughs> well, yeah, of course you couldn't because it, it, it would be like fake news. <laughs> uh, we do have good thin crust. Well, I yeah, we have the thin crust. You know, to me, pizza isn't supposed to be a cake. But but you got that New York flop. You know, you, I feel like I need to fold this pizza and try to eat it. Well, you <laughs> also ours is crispy. <laughs> well, if you get it from the right place, it's crispy. But you also have to be careful of you know the grease because good pizza has grease. But bad pizza has grease, too. It's just the amount of grease. And, you know, if it's dripping down, that might be a problem. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, no, that's not good. It's not good for the not stomach, good. for sure. <laughs> I, I would not recommend having that type of pizza before going on stage. Just saying. <laughs> Along with the beer, combination bad. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny about that is, okay, so I, I go around and I do uh, radio coverage for all the major festivals, and there's a question I usually ask in person uh, do, in doing an interview, and that's like, 
If you were going to tell one story, good or bad, in your whole musical career, what would it be? What would it be? Like something like when you're 80, you're going to tell your grandkids. Of course, that, that's unless I'm talking to people like, you know, Ozzy and Leonard Skinner and stuff, then I bump it up to like 90 because they're already there. But, you know, I number one answer, like survey said, like we're playing Family Feud, number one answer is shitting themselves on stage. Ooh. Yeah, uh, it's possible. I mean, I had food poisoning from eating bad pizza in Ohio. <laughs> well, see, there you go. So you eat that right before you go on stage. And my, I can tell you every one of them that said that all said alcohol was related. <laughs> if you if you have blue moon guaranteed and that's without pizza. So <laughs> it's funny I get that story because then la this last fall after two years with no live music, I'm at I'm at one of the festivals and uh, I'm sitting <laughs> like like in the photo pit area. <laughs> And and everybody that's listening to this interview probably knows this story, but I was there front row and center when the chick peed in the dude's mouth on stage. You know about Get that story. Out. You Wait, know, you don't you know was, about that you were story? There for that? I was there. Oh my god! Did you bring an umbrella? Oh, it, uh, yeah. It, the guy. Oh my god! I I started to run when I saw him stand up because he just like. You knew what he was about to do, and he shook his head like a dog and then spit on the crowd. Yeah, he is a champion. <laughs> oh, oh, like, like he, was, he was in seventh heaven. I mean, th this was like the dream of his life. And I just remember, I thought she was joking. At first, she was like, she was like I've always had this fantasy of peeing in a dude's mouth. And, oh, my God. <laughs> and... I, you know, but see, I can see what happened there, okay? I, I Like, from a logical point of view, and you guys can get this as musicians, like, what happens? There's those times, like, I drink a lot of water. There's times when I got to pee, I got to pee, okay? So what happens if that happens as soon as you walk out on stage and you got, like, an hour set, two-hour set? Yeah, it's not like you can just walk off stage and go to the bathroom. <laughs> No, you really can't. And usually it's when you have to go is right when it's showtime. And uh, I don't know. I mean, the amount she let go. Oh, it my was God. It's like she prepped for that. <laughs> she had to have. Listen, she had to have like a gallon of water. She drank right before she got on stage to do that. I'm telling you. At so, least. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty sad. Two years, no live shows. And that's what everybody remembers. Just like. You know, I said something in the before the interview too. Okay, you had the video on. We're radio, so you know you can have a face for radio here. And your video was on, and I was like, "Yeah, turn the video off," because I'm just you know looking at your receding hairline. But then I had to pull it back because I was afraid you might slap me. And then I thought, "Oh no, I, I I'm through the mic. I'm not in person. He can't slap me for that." It was definitely the angle of that camera. I would have to say Williams forehead. He does not have a receding hairline. That man's got a full head of hair. Uh, so 
let's just get to the music then because like this interview is is going in a lot of bad directions but in a good way (laughs) (laughs) so here's the thing i gotta say okay i had this interview with this dude a couple months ago or like a month or two ago something like that and he's a legend and then i look at this interview with you guys i'm like holy crap now Tell me the story of how Carmine, a piece, is the executive producer of your album. That, like, just blows my mind. It's like, that, that is what dreams are made of. Uh, it goes back, I would say, about eight years ago um, when we first met and it was talks on our first album that we were you know, in pre-production in uh, before I would say like 2015 when we actually began to work on the album and he heard a couple of tracks off of our first album we did and he loved it and he was like, I want to produce you guys. And uh, I remember getting a phone call from um, our singer, uh, which by the way, Williams are, are the newest member of the group on this album. Uh, our last singer had uh had to part ways due to personal issues um, he had to take care of, and which we still talk and, you know, we wish them the best. But our last singer called me and he goes, hey, Carmine's interested because he met up with him out in New York and uh, expect a call. Here's his number. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm watching that metal show. <laughs> There's <laughs> Carmine on TV. And then the next day in the afternoon, Boom, his number pops up on my phone and wow. I'm freaking out like, all right, don't don't look or sound stupid. You know, the next thing you know, it's like, hey, dude. <laughs> and you're like, yes. <laughs> I heard the stuff. It's killer. And I was, you know, the full like New York accent going. It was fantastic. And uh, we just went from there. And then we started out in uh, Jersey working on the album and uh, which was released sometime in 2016 or 2017 my memory's kind of spotty and then uh as time went we uh got a new singer william um who stepped up on a plate and unleashed some serious madness on this album and uh obviously covid hit so everything (laughs) delayed (laughs) obviously and uh i uh before we got into full production on the second album I was uh, at a concert and I hit him up just on a whim. Like I gotta, I gotta talk to him, see if he's interested in doing another album with us and sent him a a track or two. And he was like, I'm all in, let's do this. And boom, this is where we're at today. And uh, kicking some serious ass. I I love it. And listen, I was listening to music and it, is kicking some serious ass and everybody definitely needs to check it out for sure because you guys are badass thank you appreciate it so tell me that that question that i said i would normally ask i bet that's the story you're gonna tell when you're 80 years old isn't it i mean it's a story i love to tell now and i will continue to tell um this uh you know even though for William, I'm sure uh, he was just on a FaceTime with him the other day, which was fantastic. If uh, you want to chime in, Will, and uh, 
and uh, you know, give that side of the story of of uh, your FaceTime meeting with Carmine. Yeah, it wasn't a FaceTime. We just did the uh, just a regular phone call. Um, but uh, yeah, he uh, got a hold of me. He's just like, you know, I, I know I don't talk to I talk to those two all the time. I never talk to you. I'm like, all right, well, hi, nice to meet you. Um, yeah, he was he was very nice. Uh, asked me about the song that we have on the radio. Um, asking if it was uh, it was Christian or not. And I'm like, huh, I never thought about it like that. Um, but he's like, oh, yeah, the words that you used, you could totally you could totally peg it as maybe a Christian song. I'm like, it wasn't meant to be, but, hey, whatever floats your boat. You know what I mean? Right. You know but, what? yeah, he was a very nice guy, uh, very down to earth. Um, and I, I, can't, I can't wait to keep working with him. You know what's funny about that is, okay, so, like, I also lived in L.A. during my high school years in the early 80s. And so I, I was involved in that whole Sunset Strip scene and, you know, Striper. You dirty man. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> there are stories. I, I can't remember any of them, but you know what they I'm say. Sure. If you were at, on the Sunset Strip in the uh, 80s and you, you remember it, you weren't there. You know, <laughs> it's funny because this weekend I was with my kids and we were watching something on Tubi. I love watching Tubi because it has all the cool music documentaries. And it, yes. And we were watching, you know, the whole L.A. scene then. And like my kids even commented, it's like, you love watching this stuff because it's like, you know, like you're like you're there because. And, and they literally were like, I can guarantee all those shows are showing I'm, that you're there. <laughs> and they're right, you know, and it's like watching home movies and stuff like that. But my point was, you know, Striper was always pegged as a Christian band. And it's funny, I was even at a show where Striper opened for Slayer. Can you imagine that? And <laughs> so, but... The thing is, is you talk to Striper and it's like they never set out to be a Christian band. I mean, they did set out to be Bumblebees, but not a Christian band. And, uh, you know, uh, but it just happened. And, you know, are they Christians? Yes. But they, and do they make music? Yes. But it wasn't necessarily a hand in hand thing. It just kind of happened naturally. And that's why I heard when you were telling this story, it's like, I don't think you tried to do anything. It just may have just happened naturally. Just it came out of you. Yep. So okay. tell tell me, you know, how the hell with all this do you get to number two on Billboard like that? That's amazing. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I don't think we understood what we heard <laughs> either. Um, none of us expected it, man. Um, when uh, we got an email 24 hours after uh, the first report came on in when we got added uh, from uh, Deco Entertainment, who's our label. And next thing you know, you see the chart and it's like, there's the black keys, number one, chains over razors, number two, most added on a billboard, number wow. one on the foundation's secondary market. And uh, I think I was half asleep, and my twin brother smacked me, <laughs> woke me up, and I think I fell off the couch. And he was like, "Dude, you did you see this email?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" 
and he showed it to me. And I mean, I, my adrenaline went through the roof. I was like, what? <laughs> like, is this, is this for real? And, uh, we called Will right away and we're like, dude, you're, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> Surreal. I didn't believe him. I told him they were a bunch of lying assholes. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what it reminded me of? Okay, because I always love, like, it, it, things will trigger stories I've had. I remember, and it's so visual in my head, I was, uh, I paid for pay-per-view for this Mike Tyson fight, and uh, I was, watched all the pre-fights and stuff, and then I fell asleep right after, like, they, right before they were about to walk in the ring. And then I get a phone call, like, uh, an hour later, I was asleep the whole time from my bro, and he's like, dude, Mike Tyson just got knocked out. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Shut up. <laughs> There's no way that happened. I'm here watching it, but, you know, it was that man thing where you, <laughs> you're asleep, but no, I wasn't. And, uh, <laughs> and... That's when you were telling me that. That's exactly what I was thinking about because I could see that happening. Like, you you get this call or you get this email, and it's like, nah, <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, it's spam. That's what it was. Right, exactly. I had that happen today. Somebody sent me a mess message on Instagram that they uh, for something, and so I messaged them on Facebook. I'm like, was that you, or did I did I get hacked? <laughs> So, was it? <laughs> and it was no, it was them. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, because wow, uh, it was a pretty good message, <laughs> you know. Um, nowadays, too, like if you get a good message, it, it's like a, a huge bonus because usually the messages you get are like somebody attacking or arguing with yeah. you about something. <laughs> You're always gonna have the trolls. Oh, no doubt. Apples are red. Well, actually, not all apples are red. That's <laughs> true. It's true. So, yeah, I mean, totally cool. Uh, and so the first single, Behind These Eyes, tell us what that kind of means, because it can mean something different for a lot of people. Well, for me, um, when I wrote it, I took like, a big step back and then looked inward. So it's, it's almost a struggle of how do you want to be in life? What do you want to portray yourself as? How do you want to project yourself? Um, do you want to project yourself as just, you know, a flying asshole? Or do you want to, you know, be something that's, you know, I don't know, nice, good, someone that's not a dick? You know, that was that was really what it was about. Nice. We, we definitely could use that nowadays for just about every person I know, I think. <laughs> and yeah, then some exactly i don't even know how we got here listen i have said for a couple years now that what we really need is the whole world to get into one mosh pit and we could stop all this bullshit that'll solve it looks like it's coming <laughs> <laughs> it just might uh you know so uh, tell everybody how they can reach out to you guys on social media, how they can get merch, how they can get the album. Uh, you know, I know you even have, uh, you know, cool package with uh, autograph CDs and stainless steel necklace, T-shirt. So give us all the uh, 411 there. 
So uh, you can reach out to us on Instagram or uh, Twitter, Facebook, all the media socials. Um, we have links that will direct you to our label, Deco Entertainment, which you can, through their store, purchase our merchandise or album. Um, get some cool dog tags, you know, limited run of autograph CDs uh, and a, a cool shirt that uh william designed of uh us three crazy bastards and uh that that's really where you can and you know hit us up we'll we respond right away we actually will talk to you what a coinky thing that doesn't happen in 2022 with anybody yeah don't you have to talk to ai instead (laughs) (laughs) usually (laughs) uh how do we know it's you and not ai when we call (laughs) Um, well, I guess we'll figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we could figure that out. And I I, I definitely have to give some kudos to uh, Deco Entertainment because they are doing such great stuff with bands like you and other bands I interview that uh, what what an amazing uh, company and label like in these this day and age. It's hard to say that in the music business. So kudos hats off to them. Yeah, I when when uh they decided like hey we we want to work with you guys and and release your album and just talking to them they just felt like family which is pretty rare in this industry totally um and to have everybody on the same page and then you know when it just comes down to like the business aspect everyone's right there and ideas are just popping out all the time and, and then afterwards just having conversations like we're having with you, Dean. And, you know, it can get funny and goofy and as if you've known each other for, for such a long time, even though we're all new together. It's, it's amazing. That's totally the way it should be. Absolutely. And that's why I love hearing that. And of course, you know, Chipster PR, you know, I, I do a lot of their artists and, uh, you know, I deal with a lot of PR companies and they're on it too. So, you guys Chipster's are definitely in great. good hands. He's such a great guy. Yeah, you guys are in good hands. Not all state, but good hands. He's keeping us busy, <laughs> that's for sure. That's, right? That is key nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So you guys have any final words you want to leave our listeners with? Buy the album. <laughs> that's all that's we necessary. We need to eat. Buy it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Especially after the last couple of years. No words could be more true than that, right? I need a new pair. I need a new pair of jeans and shoes. <laughs> well, you might even need like some new wires and and stuff like that, because you know, a year and a half of not playing, they might be, you know, they might need to be replaced. This is true. It's very <laughs> true. All right. Well, thanks for making such great music, and thanks for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. Thank you Dude, very much. Thank you so much for having us this was we this was fantastic it. it was fun <laughs>